0: spoke about this a month ago because after I saw the advanced screening, but I actually went with some friends this time around and it was a it was a funny movie. It's one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. I would like to say it's probably maybe the fee, like similar to like the female hangover or bridesmaid, something like that. Okay. Uh, I could, I hope that Tiffany Haddish gets the same opportunity Melissa McCarthy got from
1: Bridesmaids. Well, you know what? Um, I've been seeing her around lately. And if she doesn't wear people's nerves thin, because she seems to be an over-the-top character, meaning herself, she's over the top. And I don't know how much the general public can take her always being on such fire. I mean, she's on fire. Yes. So it's after a while, Doug, does the public gravitate to that or does the public say this shit is becoming annoying? You know, I like so, to say they, they, they gravitate to Kevin Hart and he's always on 10 too. So, you know what? I mean, it might work for her because there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of black women out there who are the closest um, I would say that you catch at a, a eight or nine all the time is Leslie Jones.
0: That's true. Cause there's also like Robin Williams is always on 10.
1: Right. Robin I, Williams. See what the thing is, Robin Williams was grating. He was annoying as a fuck. I never found them funny.
0: Oh, I loved Robin Williams. He was like one of my all time favorites.
1: I found he was more from orc from then to the day he died. It was just I you know what? My favorite movie by him is uh the movie where he him and uh Nathan Lane played the two gay oh, guys.
0: Yeah, two wong foo. Wait, is that two wong
1: no, no Birdcage, Birdcage, Birdcage. Birdcage Bird is one of the absolute funniest movies that you'll ever see.
0: Yeah, Birdcage is hilarious. That's one of my favorites,
1: too. That movie was over the, over the top because, it was because they were both so over the top that you had to love it.
0: I want to say, Robin Williams has played some of the most fascinating bad guys that I've ever seen. If you ever could catch the episode, I think he did two episodes of Law and Order SVU. And he played the bad guy in a movie where he was like a photographer. But, I mean, it wasn't an awesome movie, but he played the hell out of that role.
1: Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, Robin Williams was an Oscar-winning actor. So, you know. And Miss Doubtfire, which is a classic. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take anything away. It's just that every time that i seen Robin Williams, he was always... And, you know, you'd be like, I've seen that 25 times. I've seen that 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, it's he the goes into
1: his, his, his rants all the time. Now, I did have
0: yeah.
1: a... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I want you to finish.
0: So I would say I did take some time this weekend and started watching Claws.
1: What do you think of Claws?
0: I'm going to give it two more episodes.
1: What I episode are you what... up to? I'm
0: on, I'm on episode... I think I'm on episode three.
1: What has happened?
0: Um, they, the 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 Carucci just came back. The, the 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 little chick that was in the rest the. Jennifer. salon that she had kicked out. Virginia, Jennifer. That's her name.
1: Her name is uh, Virginia.
0: Virginia, yeah, she just came back.
1: Okay. Okay, so that uh. She just came back out of the blue all beaten up and everything? Yeah, yeah, that was the way it went off. Okay, okay. The next episode is absolute fire. Okay. Now, I will say, you said you couldn't take something in that. Tell me what that was. Her
0: character, I can't take her character. She's freaking annoying.
1: Karuchi? Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot happens with that character in the next episode. All right. Now, what I will say, man, and this is what draws me in, because first of all, it's a different kind of story that you're normally going to see on television. But I love Harold Pirineau. He's playing uh, a genius Down syndrome, I oh, guess, yeah, or yeah. artistic brother to the lead character.
0: And his yeah, hand
1: movements and the way he says things and the way he does things. I don't know where he studied somebody. But it's like, it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel sorry for that guy, though. It was like, Minimum Oz, he was confined to a wheelchair, and he was in loss, and then he, like, disappeared. And now he's playing an autistic guy. <laughs> was like, he could never play uh, uh, uh everyday regular Joe Schmo. <laughs> yeah, he that. always has some form of disability or something.
1: Yeah, but you know what? You don't forget he was he, he helped move that story along, around in Oz brilliantly.
0: Yeah, 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 he's a great narrator.
1: Yes, yes. And I think that's what they know that he is, a narrator, because in this in this one, he's always telling his sister stuff like he sees shit that's happening before it happens.: Yeah, you know, oh, but the next, uh, I guarantee you, that fourth episode, the fifth episode, shit happens, and you be like, Okay. Okay. <laughs> because first of all, okay, we had and we talked about this before, it's like we got introduced to these bisexual gay lunatic mob bosses this in twenty seventeen. Oh yeah you, got, yeah. you got one here in Claws. We had one in power. I mean, these were guys who I'm sure they existed, but they never really wanted to show the general public that, you know what? Sometimes the boss likes boys too. And he's as sick as anybody else you will ever meet in your life. (laughs) You know, I, uh, I tip my hat. I love this fucking thing, man. On and off. I really love Netflix. And, um, Netflix Uh, Season two of Last Chance University came out last week. I never even heard of this. Well, Last Chance U is a college in Scobie, Mississippi, a JUCO college. And like they say, it's one of the Last Chance U's. It's usually for kids who did something at a major university fucked up. Now they got to go to junior college to kind of prove themselves. Okay. I like the show so much that I I usually do marathons, but I don't usually do eight one-hour marathons all in one day, which I did Saturday. Oh, Oh, damn. That's eight hours of one program. And I'm talking back. I did not stop watching until it was done. Oh, wow. And so, you know, you get to know these kids. It's all the shit that goes on with them in school football, the coaches, stuff like that. So I'm I'm a big fan. I mean, you know, Netflix these these programs on Netflix, I've been really enjoying them.
0: Yeah, Netflix been really popular on my phone and in, in the house lately, especially uh when you have in you you're allowed to download the Netflix shows so I get to watch them on the on the train so I'm not missing anything. So I feel like I'm binge watching even when I'm doing when I'm commuting, so it's not like I'm just sitting in the house. Even though sometimes I get in the house and I'm still watching two hours of shows on my phone instead of turning it on the TV.
1: Because you know I I be needing these. I, I right now I'm at my uh, movie watching is pretty lousy. I mean there's there's like four movies that I've been I've I've had on hold now I guess for months. One is Suicide Squad. The other one's Logan. The Logan, other
0: Logan, superb i oh, watch that first.
1: Uh, uh what's this other one? Mad Max. Mad Max is a yeah, that was decent. And I had another one that I've been, I mean, just sitting on hold, and for some reason I have not, I have not pulled the trigger on them, and I don't even know why I haven't pulled the trigger. It's not I don't like I have
0: just a preview, but Holly Berry has a movie coming out called Kidnap. Kidnap. It's, it's already available in certain forms of media that I won't mention right now, but you can take a look at it. I mean, it it, it was deep It's a good watch, but uh, it was one of those movies where there's only like one or two people in the entire movie. and it, I don't normally like movies that's like that, but it was, I didn't feel like it took away. I, sometimes I watch a movie. And after two hours is up, I'm like shit. I wasted two hours of my life watching this. I felt like uh, it was a decent two hours.
1: Well, I've had a million million hours like
0: that. Yeah, you're good. I I I walk away after if nothing happens within the first forty five minutes, I
1: might just turn it off. See, but you know what? That's me with television shows, and that's why I took it took the season four to watch Power because I gave up up. Yeah, I gave up on the first. 20, after the first, I'm telling you now, this is how much I watch Power. Ghost is with his crew, they beat up the guy in the basement. Yeah. They killed the guy. I turned off Power after that, and I turned it off for three plus years. (laughs) I said, fuck this. No crime boss does that. And I said, I don't care nothing about this. I'm never watching it again. And due to a lot of prodding by you and others, I've been eating, I ate Power. I'm up to date, and you gave me good advice. You got stars. You don't have to wait till 9, 10 o'clock at night. You can watch it. I think I was watching Power yesterday at like 9.30 in the a.m.
0: Okay, yeah. And yesterday's episode had so much things happening, and I was like, my brain was like scattered.
1: Uh, Now, what they have to do, power does have a move that they must make. They cannot play with our intelligence. Certain things were revealed on yesterday's show, and it revolved Kanan. Kanan is no longer walking in the dark. Yeah. Now, when Kanan went to that club, I said this is the stupidest. Now, I said it before it happened. My wife was like, what are you talking about? Nobody. I was like, this fucking guy's in public. There's gotta be somebody who knows Ghost, Who's going to see this man. Yep. It's an impossibility. That yeah, nobody had
0: been to be ghost right here, man.
1: Yeah. And see now this, there's, there's things in in the writing that don't make sense. It doesn't make sense that Tasha wouldn't directly get on the phone to Tommy and say, do you know your boy ghost is free? Oh, what? wait, didn't he, before he got free, didn't he give his phone away? No, Tommy didn't get that car and that phone till it was nighttime.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Think
1: about it. Tasha's home. We've seen Tasha home. It takes two seconds to pick up yourself. This is his buddy, There's a lot of shit going on. Your brother is coming home from jail today.
0: Yeah.
1: Phone call never made. Phone call never made. And they ought to stop having this Washington, D.C. police officer walking around New York City in her Washington, D.C. police uniform.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: First of all, nobody in New York gives a fuck about somebody with a big-ass Washington, D.C. patch. She's not on the New York police force, and they wouldn't yeah. respect her walking into a precinct. Yep. You know? And why does, she, why does the fuck she keeps leaving Washington with their car... Their uniform, I mean, I've been in a lot of states. I've never seen somebody in uniform unless it was a funeral going on in another state uniform.
0: Yeah, not only for us, I guess, because we're so close to Jersey, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, but damn, I mean, she's walking around this big-ass Washington, (laughs) D.C. police uniform on, like, that shit means something in New York. Let you, Pops, put on some clothes. It's time for him to die. Who's that? Tariq. Oh, yeah, Tariq, Tariq is the walking dead, but Jukebox is the walking dead also because I believe wholeheartedly Kanan lives to season five. He does not die before at least episode one of season five.
0: Okay.
1: He's the cliffhanger. He's the cliffhanger. And I hate what they do with her, but Tasha will be giving Silver the boots. She will, I guarantee you.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. She needs a love interest since season one.
1: And she keeps looking at that man. She looks at every man that comes around her like thirsty. Yes. (laughs) Thirsty. I mean, she be thirsty. I think they have to
0: do something with the the prosecutor now, the Spanish guy. It's like it's been two seasons now he hasn't been figured out yet, so –
1: yeah, especially since he's the one who kind of – he blew that for Mac. Mac should hate him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they they got a lot to work with that prosecuting team. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. But, you know, what? that's why they make the good money writing. And you're talking about wasting time. This weekend has to be better. But I watched the UFC this weekend. And once again, man, we're talking between prelims and main event four or five hours of my life just thrown down the shit. A Dana does not give a fuck about most of these monthly cards.
0: <laughs> I think what it is, it seems like there's a card on every week.
1: And that's the problem. You know, the WWE could pull it off. And I actually watched uh Battleground. I oh, got some uh I
0: I I had it on, but to me the 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 best match was the first match did it went downhill from there.
1: you, you know what? That it almost sounds like I'm reading the review from online because they said that. Now we know that AJ Styles and Kevin Owens can work. Yeah. Some people just don't blend. and, and some
0: people
1: uh, just don't blend with one another. Corbin Burns, whatever the fuck his name is, Corbin or
0: uh. Yeah, Corbin.
1: Corbin does not blend with uh. Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura, they that 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 this that, just not a good fit. It's yeah, and then to have
0: it end in a disqualification It's like, uh, I saw him through that
1: for that. And then to have uh, AJ Styles pinned like it was almost a mistake that didn't yeah. make sense either. And, and to, to have,
0: have Cena win on a on a first of all it was so predictable I was like, dude, they could have gave. Rusev has to be the most under, underused wrestler who has talent. He can't win a match. Uh,
1: I I didn't like Natty winning.
0: Oh, I didn't. I mean, I don't really care, but she deserves. She's been around since the beginning. She deserves at least a
1: a week with the title. And maybe that's what this is about. Uh, and nobody cares. I hate to say, maybe 1.3 billion Indians do. But nobody who's a regular WWE watcher gives a rat's ass if Kali is back. The great yeah. Kali. <laughs>
0: yeah, no one cares.
1: He looks better, but yeah, just a idea. I was surprised that Jinder Mahomes
0: gave him some cheers last night.
1: Because you know what? This, that. Put it this way, man. That angle has worn as well. Come out, man. <laughs> now, that's. This, That's what you call squeezing every ounce out of something that you could possibly squeeze. It's it's enough of that shit's enough. They got workers there, man. And I don't give a fuck what you have to do. These guys for 15, 10, 15 years put on shows all across the world and indies. You build up Sammy where Sammy can work with either AJ or Sammy can work with Kevin. People yeah, that like wrestling the, will love that.
0: Then you put him in a match that should have been on TV and not not live. I so, don't even know the guy name. he fought.
1: Oh, no. He's one of those guys who came from TNA.
0: And then I was reading the article the WWE released, well, it was on Mutual Grounds, um, Austin Aries. Oh, yeah, that might have been a week or so ago. And he's a worker. He's a worker. So this is what I I think Triple H gets frustrated, that they take these guys. He creates monsters in TNA. They get to the WWE where it's all under Vince's control, and Vince always seems to tend to like the big guys, the seven-footers, the 6'10s, the muscle-bound guys. And these little guys that could work, just gets thrown out the wayside same thing that used to happen with like the eddie guerrero's or the chris benoit they had to prove themselves for years before
1: they was given a damn title yeah Bret hart and sean michael yeah. i mean yeah. you know what it is he likes i think they're making a mistake with the uh cruiserweights because they're leaving the belt too long with neville no, a guy was? like austin Aries should have held the title for a minute
0: Yep. And they don't, it seems like Vince doesn't like tag teams. How do you break up American Alpha? You broke, you just broke up Enzo and Cass. So now we're going to see New Day versus Usos every week? Or I don't even know who's the tag team champs on Raw.
1: Oh, um, um, uh, Damn Sheamus and, uh, Cesaro? Yes.
0: Okay, so we're gonna see them fight the revival every week? Like you you're breaking up good tag teams.
1: Cause think about it, he's already they've already buried buried the bullet. The bullet the bullet club has been buried. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're gone. And what the hell ever happened to Bray Wyatt? You gave him a championship and then you buried him under the carpet.
1: Yeah, but Bray Wyatt actually won on the last pay per view.
0: Yeah, but so it was no—it was like no title
1: involved. Yeah, that's true.
0: It's like because you put the title on Brock, so now on the Raw show, your highest title is is the um, Intercontinental, which every week it looked like it's been Miz versus Dean Ambrose.
1: And Dean is Dean is an name drone. I wish his ass was on SmackDown. Yeah, I wish I his ass was an NXT. He does better with
0: their talent than what Raw does, but maybe because it's only a two-hour show, but I think they have more better storylines and they put on better matches. That's the Raw. It seems like we get the same match each and every week.
1: Yeah, and, and matter of fact, New York uh, in August gets to eat every form and fashion of the WWE at the Barclays Center. NXT... Oh, yeah. SummerSlam, Raw, and then SmackDown. We are talking back to back to back to back.
0: And yeah. you know what?
1: I missed that shit just by like a week.
0: Yeah, I was able to catch NXT last year. I think this year I'll just be getting back. I forgot what weekend is on, though.
1: The 19th.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'll just be getting back that Sunday. So, yeah, I only could go to SummerSlam, but I, that's not happening this year.
1: Yeah, and then they're gonna have Raw and SmackDown, and I wish, like I said, I wish I could see any of. Well, I'll catch them all on television, but I mean, especially since I happen to pick a week to come to New York, where there's actually literally no fucking activities at the Garden, the Barclays Center, or in any of the parks. It's like it all dies right before I get there.
0: Well, the Yankee game, they gotta be played.
1: You know what? I didn't even think about the Yankee game, but damn, man, I, I don't know if I want to take that fucking hike up to the Bronx. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? That that is, that, is something, that is something to think about because I do have a kind of like a free day. I got a lot of running around days. You probably see the Liberty. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, cause I got to go see two <laughs> brand new babies.
0: Oh, okay, Actually, okay. three.
1: I've oh, had a wow two nieces. Well, my wife's had two nieces and I've had a nephew born since I last been in New York. And I I have yet to see any of these three children. Oh, wow. And so I must see these children. That's a must do situation. I have no choice. That's part of that's part of the reason for the trip. Okay. You know, now I don't know if you've seen this or not. Leave Schreiber he brings his boy to Comic-Con and the boy, I, I don't know if it's the eight year old or the nine year old, but he's dressed as Harley Quinn. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't have, I don't so much have a problem with a little boy wanting to be Wonder Woman or fucking Batgirl or some shit like that if he wants. But Harley Quinn you know, with all that makeup and the ripped stockings, I don't think it's age appropriate even for a 9-year-old girl to be Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah, I think what happens is these kids come up to uh they get obsessed with certain characters. I'm lucky I have a I have a girl, so she can dress as whatever she wants. But I think it would be tough if I had a boy and he was like, "Oh dad, I want to be a Harley Quinn this year." Like, can I just make you into a scary clown?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you had a boy, would you want him to be Sasha Banks? No. Okay, that's then.
0: That's I have a girl, but she, my daughter can say, hey, I'm going to dress up as John Cena. I'll be fine with that, but the, the, the boy said I want to dress up as Sasha Banks, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? But then he's yeah. like, you can't crush a kid's dream either. So well, I don't you, know. You, I'll be stuck between a rock and a hard spot
1: there. You know what, that one I don't understand. I, I don't know. I don't know if my I, I'm going to the WWE event and my, my nine-year-old boy says, I'm going as Alicia, uh, you know,
0: uh, uh, Alexis Bliss. Oh, Alexis
1: Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Do I all of a sudden tell him that the tickets got burnt? <laughs> I mean, uh, because I don't know. not only leave Shriver, uh, you know, this fucking Charlize Theron. She has this little black boy she adopted who she's been physically dressing as a girl probably since he's been three to four years old. I don't even know what the fuck that's about. Uh, that's just up. I'm, I'm talking a full girl, dresses, uh, little um, little like croc slippers. Now his hair is super long, so he's got these uh, long-ass braids. He looks like 100% like a girl. Oh, wow, that's crazy. I mean, that's you insane. know, I mean, I understand that some kids, uh, you know, show their sexuality before, uh, or, you know, you could tell if they're going to be gay real early in life. But I don't know how much you're supposed to... You don't want to sexualize a child. That, that's what I'm getting at. Never sexualize yeah. a child.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I always say the person... With I want to know what the conversation was like when EJ came out to Magic Johnson. Well, see, because there's I, a, there's a difference between, okay, coming out saying I'm gay, and the uh, difference being, like, flamboyantly like that.
1: You know what I'm gonna tell you now. EJ came out of cookie flying.
0: There was <laughs> he came never out of
1: cookie flying. <laughs> there never was a time. The EJ pretended anything masculine. I'm going to tell, I, I, I got a quick story I want to tell. I had a roommate, right?
0: Yep.
1: Most macho fucking guy you ever want to meet in your life. A monster. Six foot three, 245, pure monster. Not an ounce of fat on him. He has a son. His son is the flippiest boy that you ever want to see. I remember one time we were sitting down, we were drinking having a good time, and we see somebody walk by us, you know, a two-footer because he's young, three years old, and now he's got, like, his mother's shoes on, a mop, took the mop off the mop, put it on as a wig. This is a three-year-old. He's got his lipstick on, and he chashes by. His father doesn't even know what to do because he's embarrassed. (laughs) But this became him every day. Now, that's the same guy who now, as a grown man, pretends he's not gay, but has never had a woman. Okay. But, I mean, this kid came flying out of the womb. uh, It's the most bizarre thing. He had that lisp before he knew that he was supposed to have that lisp. (laughs) You know, because I... I always had a question, and I had a ch- we had a chance on one of the our worlds to to ask. I kind of asked, but I didn't really get the answer because here's the thing that I always say: Why can I mean how? It's all right that a man likes a man. I don't, I'm not caught up on that because my sexuality is my sexuality. But do you have to? Is it a requirement that you have? You can't just be like a regular dude and say I like dudes. Without all the dramatics and the the effects. I think
0: I think you have some that's like regular dudes that know no son. But then I know some that's like really flamboyant. Like you I know what? Depends. I don't know how that would. Where's the breakdown? I don't know that.
1: I have never met the dude. I've never. I always wanted to meet the dude. Like a guy just like me. We drink beers. He acts no no effemininity in him at all, but he just happens to like men. I've yeah, always my met.
0: Was, well, my, my, my girlfriend's best friend was like that.
1: I've always met the I am flamboyant as a motherfucker. Matter of fact, so flamboyant it clashes with my lifestyle that I can't be around that type. <laughs> because it just is too much for me. I can't <laughs> handle that. Because then now it's almost guilty by association in that situation. (laughs) You know, I cannot, I kind of have to pass on that person. You know, because first of all, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open guy, but I'm not open enough where you're going to tell me your man problems. I don't want to hear about your man problems (laughs) from a man. You get it? Yeah, I understand. That's that's a bit much for me. Oh, yeah, I went out with this guy and he and blah, blah. No, man, I'm the wrong fucking guy for that story. I understand that's your life, but, you know, because I have somebody very close to me who's been gay their whole life. Yeah. Their whole life. But it's the opposite. It's a female. Female. Yeah, females
0: are... Well, I don't know, because sometimes you can get the females to act like dudes.
1: Oh, no, no. Well, she actually, and see, that was my thing. I would always ask her, why did you cross over to being the dude girl? Is there a reason that you have to? Because nobody's really buying it. We all could look at you. You're so little and so small, you're not scaring anybody with this bullshit. And, you know, come to find out lately, I found out that they just decided, fuck it. I'm going to live as a man. Now, when we had conversations in the past, they always said that that's going too far for me. But now it's not going too far. And I've I've, I've given up asking questions about it because I just go like that. This is a grown person. It's none of my business. So stop asking questions you don't want answers to.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because there's no... You know, there's no real answer for that. Uh, You know, I feel like God made a mistake and I should have been a guy, blah, blah, blah. You know, a dude dude could pull it off a little bit more because you can cut off a a ball and penis and kind of make some kind of crazy vagina. But you can't turn that vagina into any kind of working penis. It just can't happen. You know what I mean? And if if yeah. it is, it's going to be the smallest Johnson in the world, and nobody's going to be happy anyway.
0: <laughs> when they say it's a motion in the ocean.
1: Fuck that. Are you, are you, <laughs> tell, are you pull out your whopping one and a half inch and, and, and tell a woman, she could say like this, you know, I love him to death. He's a good man. He's a great provider. But God damn, man, I got a pinky bigger than him. Nobody wants that dude. He's gonna be passed around and ridiculed. And he could have the best motion in the ocean, but god damn, man. If you if you if you offering more tongue than Dick, then a woman's not keeping you around, man. You Uh, know what I mean? Yep. Women lie about that, that it don't matter. It matters a lot.
0: Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Listen. Every guy when they now I'm not i'm I'm not gonna say every guy because every woman' is not like that, but when women get together and their dude may be new or he might not be she don't know if she's throwing him back in the water or not, and she'd be like, "You know what he just aint good and sack <laughs> just not he don't now when she gets serious about you she don't want nobody there ain't gonna be no sex talk when a woman is serious about a man that shit's dead." But if she doesn't, it's just like guys. I tell my wife that all the time. The guys I grew up with, the guys I hung out with, that's the one thing that was always off limits. You never talk about anything sexual about the woman that you're with. Because now oh, yeah, yeah. when you bring guys around her, they look at her that way. Yep. Now oh, She's swinging up the chandelier. I want to picture yeah. that. Yeah, now the girl that you think you automatically know, I just met homegirl. Say say you just happened to bang a chick from the neighborhood and you know it was a throwaway. You could call all kinds of freaks if you want because you know it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But not the woman that you're with. You never discuss her.
0: Never. I had a friend that used to do that thinking that the chick was just somebody he meant that he was going to smash and they ended up getting married.
1: Yeah, and Come now awkward. people... <laughs> you know what? He He's being smart. He kinda deep in his heart thinks that he forgot those conversations, but the other people around him when he was having them, they remember all those conversations. Yeah. Oh yeah, so she liked to put her fist in your ass, huh? Okay, that's the one. Yeah. I remember her. Even though oh wow, that's your wife. Yeah, I had a buddy like that and it was the worst thing that I've ever done in my entire life as far as like having no man code a buddy of mine he fell in love with this girl and i kept telling him don't i love you don't i'm telling you trust me don't stay involved with this woman she ain't shit oh no man she's my heart i mean he would break this fucking guy would break down and cry like while we he would talk about her in the street and we'd be like you're losing your mind man you're going crazy i'm telling you this woman ain't shit." And I, I said, mm. you know what? I got to prove to him. You know, I went. We well, we went to a party. You know, I was able to take her home and bang her. <laughs> and then I made her admit to his face. I know. I, I said, I know this shit's gonna kill you. And naturally, he had theatrics. He broke down. He cried. He screamed. Why? All oh, such shit. Why you do this to me? But she told him right to his face. Yeah. I saw I said, "Doc." Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was like, oh, you slept with him like, oh, you know, a year or two. No, motherfucker, I just slept with him two nights ago and we came back to your house. And you know what? He stayed with her.
0: This is, and this is why I don't tell people like, so I have friends I'm like, would you tell me in such and such tea? Nope. Not get involved in that
1: because
0: you all to go end and stay together anyway. Then I'm gonna be the look, person that look like a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, you you know what, man, that's uh. I stay that like I said, that was the only time, but I really, 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 really dug this guy like a little brother. Sure. And his whole life I always treated him and his little brother like my little brothers. So we had that closer relationship, but his, his little brother was uh his little brother was a whore. He he didn't give a rat's ass about none of the chicks. But <laughs> this dude bonded with this woman, and we kept telling him, This girl ain't shit. And I, and I knew that she wasn't shit because she kept always hitting on me. Oh, and, and I didn't make a move on her until he started flipping out over her because he was acting stupid. I mean, you know, when a guy started My doing shit. Yeah. I mean, fucking guys, we out here we young men, we smoking weed and drinking, and you fucking cry because a song come on the radio because it makes you think of her. And you just see her two minutes. she live right down the block. What are you crying about? Just go knock on her door. You're flipping out. Now you sound like you want to kill everybody. You know? Yeah, I don't know. They,
0: they say have grown men to crying in the dark.
1: Yeah, if you have to, it ain't everybody's fucking business that you <laughs> shed a tear. Trust me, man. If there's one thing that I'll lie to my grave about is crying. I don't know what it is. I think it's because it wasn't allowed in my household. Okay. I could do anything. It was two things I knew for a fact was not going to happen. Nobody was ever getting a spanking. And we was no crying. I heard that shit since I was three years old. Do not cry. You could fucking talk. And it did, I didn't, it didn't understand it then. They was like, whatever you're crying about, you could just explain to us and we'll work it out. It's yeah. either going to be yes or no. But you know what? That crying shit, we don't accept that. You can talk. And I said, you know what, but when I got about five or six years old and older, I realized what they were saying. Learn to accept it, it is what it is. And and I've been working with that the rest of my life. So I'm not really moved uh, to tears. Yeah. What about you know? emotional tears. No, you know what? If you hit your toe hard enough against something, uh, a tear can come out your eye. Yeah,
0: you, yeah, that just, just happened to me.
1: Yeah, get punched directly in the nose. That's just a natural reaction. But as far as like, <laughs> I feel sorry for myself. No, I would tell myself, "Go fuck yourself, boy." Yeah. You know that. You know, I, yeah. I've been to, I've been to many funerals of really close people. I just never cried at one. No. It's just not in me to do it. It doesn't mean that I don't love them, but I don't. I don't know. I've never been intelligent enough to understand. The release of a cry so it's beyond me i never i always see that people seem as far as i'm concerned people seem to always look like they feel worse after they cry between the snotting and gotta go blow your nose <laughs> your eyes a little puffy so how do you feel better you look worse <laughs> they oh, let it f- out they let out all the emotions in it Talk that. You know what? Talk. Talk to whoever you got to talk to. Even if, it's the, if you got to talk to the man upstairs or your invisible friend or whatever you got to do, that's the way I have. Because I would be, you know what? I don't think I'll be good on a child like that because I would do the same shit that they did to me. I had, my mother had 12 brothers and sisters and not one of the motherfuckers would ever hug you if you cried. You know what they would do? They'd send your ass to a dark room I remember we used to have my grandmother's house. There was a room like in the back going to the shed. Take your little punk ass back there. And when you finished with that little faggoty shit, didn't come back out. <laughs> I was three years old. They would tell me that. Yeah. So you would figure all those aunts who always hugged and kissed me all the time. But as soon as you shed one tear, they dump you. I mean, it became cold, like, like iceberg in there. Nobody in my family believed in crying. So, I mean, this was the '70s, man. Shit was hard. Nobody wanted to be around no soft ass little yellow boy crying. Get your little punk ass out of here. You're probably gonna grow up and be a faggot or something with all that crying. Now get the fuck out of here and go sit down somewhere. And they make me sit in the dark. I mean, and and my punishment was sitting in the dark for three hours for four tears. i was like, fuck this. the crime never
0: cried again (laughs) yeah
1: crime don't fit the punishment because i've heard this one too many times we forgot you were back there (laughs) well now my parents are picking me up the whole day is gone. all i did was i mean i'm a three-year-old aren't aren't three-year-olds supposed to cry (laughs) They was like listen you know the rules we let you run you can jump you can break shit but as soon as you start that crying get the fuck out of here and you go in that back room. And matter of fact, then I got these cool ass uncles who are teenagers. Ah, you know they're coming to get the kids to say. They're slicing up kids in the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> I'm In the back dog, and they make sure it be dark. This ain't this ain't the Cosby's. Nobody's bringing you no damn water or a sandwich or nothing. You know, just <laughs> sit your ass down there. Now, since we talked a lot of shit, I do wanna bring up a very pretty serious subject. It looks like New Weather, York has a brand new Khalif Brower. Oh, yeah, this, I read the story.
0: This this I was thinking it might be the
1: Bronx as well, right? Also, the Bronx. Yeah, something's wrong with the fucking Bronx. Now, my thing is this didn't New York State corrections and such court system make kind of a promise after the Khalif Brower thing that they were going to make sure that? Even if, say, a juvenile has to spend time in jail, they at least would get a speedy trial. Yep, but, oh, so the Bronx is overbooked. So really what they do is, now man. is,
0: what they do now is, they just passed a law where they're not giving you court tickets anymore for smaller fractions, such as peeing in the street, um, Hopping the turnstile. Hopping the turnstile is a tricky one because most of the boroughs are not giving you, are just giving you tickets. But I think there's still two boroughs. I'm not sure if it's the Bronx and Staten Island that their DAP person is still prosecuting people for hopping the train. Oh boy! What I'm is not sure that? if it's the Bronx or Staten Island. On? Yeah. Oh, fifty, something like that, but I'm I'm like why mess, why back up the courts? I know Manhattan and Brooklyn said they're no longer uh the DA said they're no longer gonna take care of those cases in court. So if I'm not mistaken, I think the Bronx and Staten Island are the two boroughs that DA hasn't come out and said, said anything yet.
1: Okay, so I do need some clarity on this. So how the hell are they handling these uh little tickets?
0: They they just give you a ticket. Like, if you if you got a ticket, a parking ticket, you just have to pay it.
1: Okay, but so no more have to go in, front in court
0: to do it. Yeah, you don't have to go to court. You just have to pay that
1: ticket. Now, I don't know what happens if you don't pay that ticket. Well, it goes on your record that you – uh put it this way. Say a cop uh, – a car gets stopped. And four of y'all in there, a cop asks for ID from everybody. When they mm. run and they see that you got two unpaid tickets – they can give you those handcuffs.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, for us, that's the way the city was making their money, by sending them a court. But you also got to think you're taking up the
1: judge's time, the court's time, with these low infractions. And on top of it, here's a guy, let's say a good 40% of the guys who get a beer ticket or a pissing ticket are workers. Why make them take a day off work when they can send a check in for the fucking 25, 30, $50. No big deal. You work. So you pay the ticket and then you move on with life.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I don't, I don't, you know what, I think that's the the best way instead of having somebody sit down in that courtroom and you know, if it's your luck and you're the one, I remember one time I had to go down for a open bottle, open container in a car. Oh. Open wait. fucking container oh, in, in a, a car. car. Yeah,
0: that's messed up.
1: So me and my buddy, we go down there and we we're, we're two Looney Tunes, because we working men, we do everything early. We get there at eight thirty at the course in Brooklyn. They don't call us till like four forty fucking five. Yep. <laughs> then, then they just tell us some of the stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. Uh either you can come back in like two weeks and get uh Community service, or you can go outside and pay like thirty dollars. I was like, dude, I could have fucking paid you the thirty dollars. I would have paid you three hundred dollars if I would have been able to stay at work and, yep. <laughs> and and not sit here all day.
0: Yeah, you had to take off a day. Yo, I, I used to get them. I used to get the tickets all the time. The good thing with Manhattan, it wasn't in and out, but you wasn't in until four. You might be in there from. I knew that they, when they said eight thirty, that means the judge over to 930. So I never got there until like nine.
1: This was Brooklyn, man. This fucking place was like a zoo. Yeah. You had yeah, people with lawyers first. You had bums that you knew wasn't paying shit.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> see, matter of fact, there, okay, see, 400 of us there. You got 250 guys going like this. I'm going to do the community shit. I was like, isn't your time more important? <laughs> I mean, no, people,
0: people don't think about it. they just like, I'm not going to pay that 30. I would just do
1: time is hours. money, man.
0: That's what I tell people all the time. Even they be like, hey, can you drive to Florida? Nope. I'll see you. In, you drive, I'll get there day after you by plane.
1: Yeah. Time is fucking money. I'm not. I'm $30, I'm paying that ticket every time. Matter of fact, that's the only question they ask you. Uh, Guilty or you fighting? No, I'm not fighting this fucking ticket. Whatever he said, especially since okay. this is. This is not even a misdemeanor. This is nothing. This is just a summons. I'm paying the summons. Open container in the car. I didn't even know the fucking container. I didn't even know the bottle was in there. Come to find out it was a bottle that was like two, three years old. (laughs) Rolled under the fucking seat and didn't even know it was there.
0: I just hope that now that this kid Pedro is getting more media attention, hopefully uh, he'll get out soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, something has to happen. I mean, I feel bad for him and his family. Uh, he's actually spending his... Those years between going from a teenage to a young man at fucking Rackers Island. And that's no yeah, way to I, do well, it. I think so far, I think it's only been a couple of months. But hold on. I thought he was, he's was he been there three years. No, I think it's been... I think
0: it's going on a couple of months, if I'm not mistaken. I have to double-check that, though.
1: Okay. Well, I know that the guy who arrested him, the police officer who arrested him, was that same police officer who was on film shooting craps to see if he was going to lock somebody up.
0: Yeah, and that right there should have uh, vacated his uh, holding or whatever. they, uh, Yeah, his holding being held in jail because
1: the officer's fucking crooked oh yeah, that guy's in all kinds of shit. I think they suspended him several times and and then he supposedly had threatened some people to say when I tell you that you're a witness to a crime, you're a witness to a crime. If not, you know, we come... You know, some of these guys, man... Oh, upon but research,
0: he was, he's been locked up since July 2016, so it's been a year.
1: Okay. You know, these fucking guys, some of them are nothing but... um, They're really nothing but gangbangers with a... Police commissioner and a lot of fucking uh gang brothers in blue, black or whatever yeah. color that state is.
0: Have you been following the story of the outrage or the lack thereof of the outrage over the white lady that got shot in Minneapolis?
1: Okay, yes. Yes, I have. Well, I actually looked up this cop. His name is Mohammed Noor. He's uh he's black, mm-hmm. he's a foreigner, he's Somalian and he's a Muslim, this yeah. motherfucker could fry.
0: Yep. Was, it was funny. I was watching – I was say something on, on Facebook the other day, and they they had, like, on Fox News, the comparison to how they talk about this case compared to how they talked about all the other cases. And immediately it goes into – when someone's black, that shot, oh, you don't have the full story yet. You have to wait to get the full story. But meanwhile, they demonizing this cop on his race and religion already. I'm like, damn, you can't fucking win.
1: No, you can't. And you know what? That Minneapolis police chief resigned. Yeah. Yep. See, let's not let's not forget something very important. Muhammad Noor shoots and kills this woman. It was only five days after the Philando verdict came back. Mm-hmm. So Minneapolis is looking like shit. A cop that we all know should have been found guilty, released. And then now innocent Becky gets killed by, I mean, this fucking guy, man, uh, he, he's out of control. And you know, they're going to use his race, his religion, and his country of origin against him.
0: Yeah.
1: He'd be one of the that that they actually throw to the wolves.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. But it's some, they, someone that he knows, I guess, did an interview for some paper or somewhere else I read. And he was like, he's not speaking because he feels like he's being thrown under the bus by his own people.
1: Yeah, but you know what? I had to hunt for this guy for, it took me a half a day to hunt to find out who this cop was. And you know the first picture that popped up? Him with about five women. In hijabs. Hijab, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what? They made sure that fucking picture was released. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, duh. the the hijab all the way up to the nose. Not a regular dude in sight. Okay, yeah. so this is Al Qaeda in blue, motherfuckers.
0: It's funny. They probably had nine photos. Him with his family, with kids running around. With and jeans like, and, and a T-shirt. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, Let's use this picture. Yeah, yeah. When they want to demonize you, and I'm not saying I want justice to be done every time with them. So well, yeah, exactly. he gets no he gets no black pass from me because it sounded like in this instant he was just very cowardice.
0: Yeah, he said well from so what I heard that they was they from what the other partner said, they said they was they came into the alley, it was a loud noise, and then the woman was running up on a cop car and he just shot her.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. she's the biggest threat. It's two of us. Two men. It's a woman running up on us who...
0: But they said they just saw a dark figure.
1: Okay, yeah, no. Blondie's <laughs> a dark figure. Okay, it makes sense. But, like I said, he's gonna... He can be convicted. He uh, yeah. will, at the least, we already know, will be fired. Cause if if the police commissioner is already bowing out and did you see the videotape of how they treated the mayor?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That
1: was awesome. They, that brother gave that mayor the business. Yep. (laughs) He gave her the business, but you know what, man? It's a, it's a wacky fucking world. It's such a wacky world. We get news that John McCain has breast brain cancer, right? Yep. The motherfuckers that support Trump, are saying it's God's intervention. So now God is handing out judgment for Trump to people.
0: Yeah. He's like
1: idiot. You know, no, no empathy, you know, like the fucking guys that watch people drown. You know what? John McCain's got a a wife. He's got children. He's got people who love him. Hey, if you ain't got in that instance, if you got nothing good to say, you don't say anything. Oh yeah. Good for him. That's what God does. That's, that's insanity. Fucking Bible thumpers. Yeah, but uh, never with nothing nice to say. Always some evil shit. You yeah, know what? All,
0: all the time. It's it's like, and it's funny, one of my family members said this yesterday, because people that go to church it <laughs> it supposed to be praising God and all this other stuff, they are the first person, people to do what God wouldn't do. Yeah, yeah,
1: like hate each other. Yeah. It's if you, if your God does insane. not resolve revolve around love, then that's not even a God. Vengeance is is mine, saith the Lord, but because of love.
0: Look, even back in the sixties, they hated Martin Luther King, who was nonviolent
1: and a Christian minister.
0: He <laughs> was public enemy number one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, well, then uh, Malcolm X came out with his rhetoric and he became public entity one, one two eight. five. <laughs> you're like, whoa, who this black man talking
1: about fight back? And you're the devil. Yeah. <laughs> to our face? Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. We know <laughs> you think that, but you telling us directly to your face? God bless you, Malcolm X, wherever you are today, brother.
0: Yeah, we can use it. I could, we actually could use a Malcolm X right now. And I'm not talking about the the the, the, the original Malcolm X. I'm talking about the Malcolm X that he was transitioning to right before he got killed.
1: You know what? I'll take the original one too. But as long as it's not the original original because I don't need a zombie.
0: Yeah, because you could get a, the original Malcolm X but that might be like a person like a, that these guys that come on these shows, these pundits that come on the shows now and talk to all this pro-black stuff. And they, they just seem like they're always preaching to the choir.
1: Oh yeah, you you're talking about the evolution of Malcolm.
0: Yeah, the evolution. Yeah, where he had his own thoughts. Not it wasn't the, nation's the honorable Elijah of Muhammad
1: told me. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But you know what? It would have been nice to see. The world wasn't ready for the evolution of Malcolm or Martin because Mount Martin was evolving also.
0: Yeah, but what has happened since that time? We haven't. I feel like we haven't had one.
1: No, because the people that they have thrown in our face have actually been clowns.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not. I mean, no, Jesse Jackson and and Al Sharpton didn't have a backing as a Malcolm X or a Martin Luther King. And like, I don't even know who who like who will be the go to person right now. Does people still call Al Softon up? We don't have that pundit in that's that has that. Backing.
1: Well, that's true. You know, and then some people that are in the position, like uh, uh, Michael Dyson, that's just not, he, he's not, he likes telling you stuff, but he doesn't want to lead anything per se.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like they've been having this thing with the uh, Dr.
1: Umar
0: Johnson, is his name? Yes.
1: Now, see what? You know what? Umar Johnson, Dr. Johnson, I respect what he does, but that kind of coming at people, everybody's not going to agree with that. Yep. You know what I mean? You're not, and and then some people try to put themselves in that position that nobody's going to, you know what, David Banner's not going to be that guy.
0: Yeah, can't, I mean, it can't be a hip-hop artist. It unless you're on the status of a, a Jay-Z, maybe, but then their money is tied up into white the white society, right. so... Yeah, so there's no way they're going to, yeah, they can come on and say some things, but they can't be pro-black 100% of
1: the time. Right, you can't, it can't be Killer Mike either, you know, it can't be one of those. I mean.
0: Well, your name can't be Killer Mike and you're going to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because you can't just be, t- first of all, if you're going to be this person, you can't just talk to 18 to 36-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. You got to resonate with a 55-year-old who doesn't even like hip-hop. Yeah, you know. we need
0: someone like a, but it can't be a politician either. I would say we need someone like a, a Cory Booker, but not in the political world.
1: Right, and if it's going to be a Cory Booker, he can't be hiding his homosexuality.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh... He's
1: got to be open and honest about who the fuck he is, because you know what? I don't. I I I think Cory Booker might actually be kind of for the other side. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's been rumored.
1: And he's, he is going places. He's going to wind up being a big, because he's no longer mayor of what, uh, fucking Newark. He's a no, senator he now.
0: Senator now, yeah.
1: And who the fuck says, you know what, if his if his private life was in order, who the fuck says 10 years from now, Cory Booker couldn't run for president?
0: Yeah, I think that's the, politi- That's I think eventually that's his goal once he gets a big enough platform.
1: Yeah, but you know what? He gotta, you can't
0: he, run for president right now. You got to let the last black president disappear.
1: Yeah, and you cannot be running for president at the age of 54 saying, I still can't find the right woman. That shit's not going to fly. Nobody that's stupid. That line worked in 1950s, 1960s, and the 70s. That's the so you need shit you used to wife. hear Luther King well,
0: You need a, um, a make-believe
1: family. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Get a beard. She's a lesbian, and you're homo. <laughs> sexual and you know what y'all work that shit out where well you ain't gonna do that in the White House you can't hide it. let's not forget TMZ blew up the whole fucking world for people in the public eye
0: yeah 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 TMZ it, you gotta sneak people through tunnels now if you don't want to be seen
1: TMZ because when OJ takes his first loose shit TMZ will be there
0: yeah TMZ oh, you, speaking of OJ I was in a diner the other day, just standing there waiting for my order. So I guess you could use OJ as a a conversation starter, because I'm standing there at the counter waiting to pay. There was this older gentleman. He was in a suit about to go to church. I guess he was waiting for his food as well. So he just turns to me, and he's like, so what do you think about OJ Simpson? Now, black I don't know. He was black. Okay. But I was like, what type of, is this a setup question? I don't know how it is. So I said, <laughs> In what context do you mean? Because I didn't want to just jump out the window and say how I feel about OJ, and then now we—now I'm in an argument with a fucking stranger.
1: You find out that's OJ's fucking cousin. <laughs> because I was what? like, it was so random. What? Who does that? You. But you use, and 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 you you have that. Net. I'm proud of you. you used intelligence because of a non-thinking person. He might have been looking for that debate. Yeah. <laughs> and you would have been, he served up the ball and you tried to swing a home run and he'd be like, okay, now nah, I'm drawing you in.
0: Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to stand here and argue with this guy. So I was like, in what context do you mean? He's like, oh, you know, uh, he shouldn't be dating them white women. And I was like, oh my God, he tried to bait me into a race conversation. That's how it. Was... <laughs> oh, so he
1: turned it into white women.
0: Yeah, he was like, you know, he he she dated that white woman. She was trash when he met her, and he begged her up. He should have stayed to his own kind. And I'm standing, there, and my girlfriend's there. And she's Puerto Rican, so I'm like, shit, is he talking to me too?
1: <laughs> you know what? That guy was looking for something, and I was like,
0: and he going to church? I'm like, you got a Bible in your
1: hand. He'll keep fishing until he finds his guppy. Oh man. So yeah. yeah, that see you know what that's that's good knowledge. Don't just directly answer some stranger's question. Find out the content of what they mean, what they are getting at, because they might just be trying to lead you into some real nonsense.
0: Yeah, I'm not arguing. First of, I'm not arguing with. I'm not arguing with people I know. So I'm not gonna argue and debate a stranger. Now I'm, I'm wasting time in my day standing in the damn diner debating. <laughs> this Christian.
1: Guy. All you want is your meal.
0: because I'm thinking, eventually this is going to lead to, you should come to my church. <laughs> and I try to avoid that at all possible roles. And if it leads there, because I know if it's a person going to church, not something they're going to say, you should try my church.
1: Yeah, I don't want to have to have that debate. Yeah, we are not like any other church. We are different than every other church.
0: But meanwhile, you just just say you talk about this goddamn white trash, and I was like, oh, okay.
1: You know what makes people trash? The person. Not the color of their skin.
0: Yeah.
1: Because there are some trashy-ass black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, and white people. And I'm not going to sit here for a second and be like, you know, my wife loves to say this, and she's right, and it's an old line. Everybody that's my color ain't my kin.
0: Damn sure ain't. You know what? Every black guy
1: ain't bro. Every fucking black guy ain't bro. And you don't... Uh. What about earning that?
0: Yep. I'm not... I I think they kind of touched on that with Power with the new... With Silva. And how he was going at Ghost like a week ago.
1: Right. Yeah, but at least he said... You know one thing I do respect about it, he comes straight out and says, "You know what? I don't I don't I don't trust you." Yeah. Instead of playing that game, "Oh no, trust me, bro." No, he just he just tell him straight out. You ain't pretty much got no fucking choice but to trust me or well, you screwed. <laughs> you know how about that? Well, net man, yeah. that's a good way to wrap this one up, brother.
0: As always, folks, YouTube, at NetBoyDoc. We need those likes, shares, and subscriptions. If you're listening to the show, if you listen 10 minutes at a time, just hit that like button, uh, comment, share. You can tell us what you like or what you don't like. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at NetBoyDoc. Let's get those likes coming, people.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Hey, Net. this is uh, Doc on behalf of Netboy and Doc and Our World, and I'm going to tell you people peace.